Welcome to Australia's number one gardening podcast, The Story Mode Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and tonight I'm joined by Kyron Morrison, the wonderful, beautiful, beautiful gorgeous life partner of mine, Simon Evans, <laughs> and special guest, Sophie Hilling. <laughs> How are we doing? Good. Yeah, good. I'm- Sophie, who are you? I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, yeah. She, she, she that real. This is not. I'm taken. This is actual this is evidence not. that she exists. <laughs> Jesse wasn't or just really lying the whole like, time. Or a really good, like, in, like made up voice. In yeah, AI, AI is getting better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's things? Uh, Simon just woke up. He did. I, I did. I did. This is true. Which you can definitely hear it in his voice. Last time he was too sleepy. Now he's too awake. Yes. Next week he'll be just <laughs> right. Thanks, Goldilocks. I will try. No problem, you warm bowl of porridge. <laughs> That's awful. You did Guys, your best. Speaking of awful, I've got um, welcome to um, Drinks Cast, a podcast within a podcast. I have a new drink today, and uh, this one is not in English. I can't understand any words on it. It is green. It's. It's um, it's thick. It's not water quite. It's definitely got a, 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 a gel-like quality to it, but it also has aloe vera chunks in it. Not just little shreddies like that green bottle stuff does. Little cubits of aloe vera. And I'm worried that I'm going to choke on one of these. So um, if I start coughing throughout the podcast, it's because I'm sick and or choking on aloe vera. But hey, the good thing is I'm not going to be talking much in this episode, which is fantastic. Um, but we're going to be covering a very special topic to these three super nerds. I say that with with uh, all the, all due respect, which is very little. <laughs> um, these three are the biggest fans of Zelda that I know. And to celebrate Tears of the Kingdom, which comes out on the 12th of May, we thought we'd have a look back at some of the older Zelda games. Um, Looking at like you know the best and the worst aspects of of of, of them. Uh, if you do want to get your hands on a copy of Tears of the Kingdom, though, we are running a competition that was not posted with the incorrect date and doesn't have the incorrect date on the uh, little Photoshop uh, post about it. No, 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 no. If you're listening to this before May 10, May 10, not March 10th, May 10th. Go follow us on at StoryModeAUS on Twitter. Give us a follow. You should already be doing that. If you're not, what are you doing? What the, what, you know, we give you free content. Give us a follow. That's all we ask. Uh, and retweet that pinned post. And you may win a copy. Who knows? Who knows? But before we get into all that, we're going to visit the duck. Oh, no. And I think it's almost at the point where we need theme Mwah. music for this. Oh, jeez. I'm going to do, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can you all can you all quack like Marty Ducks until I read the question out? Give me like a quack, 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 quack all of you. Quack, so, quack, 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 quack. And the question quack, quack, for today: If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Uh, right now, uh, the, the superpower to time travel four days into the future. Thank you. <laughs> It's a very specific amount, and only ever four days in advance. Only only four days. (laughs) One time use, I don't care, I'll use it right now, right this second. I honestly thought you were going to say, I want to fast forward time two hours ahead, so the podcast can be over. I'm like, Jesus. That's what I was expecting as well. No, 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 I'm not, I'm enjoying being here, but I do ultimately want to be like four days ahead of now, you know? Not much, 
Not much, but I'll, that's, if that's the superpower I want at this precise moment. I think that's understandable. Simon, how about you? Um, I think I think shape-shifting. Shape-shifting would probably be like the most versatile. Can you shape-shift into somebody who wakes up on time? Absolutely not. Are you fucking Wish. kidding me? That's not, <laughs> From downtown. Guess, that's not how shape-shifting works. He just yeah. he changes. Look. <laughs> not his actions. <laughs> Look, I'm I still the same piece of shit underneath, all right, Jesse? None of that changes. You should be familiar <laughs> with this by now. <laughs> Don't say... No, oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> Learn from like, the best. I've, I've only ever... There's only one superpower for me, and it's Nightcrawler's power from R- X-Men. Religion. Any sort of, like, uh, <laughs> no way. The power of Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, being able to teleport and, um, yeah, just, like, you can get to work instantly anywhere that you can visualise. Like, you can take people with you, so it's, like, it's just... Pure utility. See, I, whenever I, this question comes up, and this is a question that Sophie and I have discussed many times, I always want to say invisibility, but whenever you say that, you sound like a pervert. I mean, and it's not hundred percent for. Per, well, it's not. It's not completely for perverted reasons. Sometimes I just need people to leave me alone. Yeah. So if I'm at but work, just see, I'm gone. I think there's like with your pick and Simon's pick. There's two common issues. Like with invisibility, we've seen this with the Invisible Man and stuff. Well, well you we haven't physically seen it. occupy space. So, like, you have to watch out that you're not standing behind something or in the way of something. People can eventually tell that you're there. And then with Simon's one, Shape what shift. was it? Um, shape-shifting. You've got to be a really good actor. Like, it's one thing to look like someone, but you've got to know what they have would you met say Simon? and how I'm they would act. Famed despian, Simon Evans. <laughs> As you can see, boards. I take every t- question see, too seriously. Modern-day Patrick Stewart. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not even thinking of, like, shape-shifting to impersonate other people. I'm thinking of shape-shifting because when I do eventually always inevitably oversleep for work in the morning, I can then get up in the morning, shape-shift into a bird and fly to work. Oh, so Why did you okay, become the cool, woman from, cool. um, uh, what's that? See, I was thinking called? Mystique. Forrest Gump. So I was going to become a bird and fly far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one the way day. you said that, though, Simon, I was like, you know, if you sleep in, you want to be able to, like, reset your life. It's like, okay, I fucked up. That's it. That's a fail state. Start again. Let's give this one another go. Now I'm this person. Maybe this time. Yeah. Maybe this is the one. You're going for, for, going for a good good run. Now, look, let's just jump into the topics here, because if I talk too much, I will explode from coughs. Um, and just get into the, the Zelda talk. But maybe before we actually get into the categories themselves. Go around the room. Tell me sort of where did your love affair with uh, Link and his pals and his various adventures, his exploits, where did it begin, Chiron? Oh, geez. Uh, it began for me with the original on the NES because I am a fossil. So <laughs> I remember my family had a copy. I was terrible at it, but I had neighbors who were great at it. So I would just watch them play it all the time. Um, but eventually that did pay off because I was able to, you know, finish the game. But yeah, that's sort of where my, I guess, not love, knowledge, even knowing what Zelda was, started all with that stupid little gold NES cartridge, which I still have somewhere in my house. What about you, Soph? So um, I was never allowed to have any game consoles or anything like that growing up because my parents were like, no, you're a kid, you need to play outside. So, um, but when I was at my auntie and uncle's, um, my youngest cousin was like eight years older than me and he had a Nintendo 64. So he was like 18 at the time, was too cool for it. 
but I used to sneak up to the back room and um, he only had two games, Cruise in USA and Zelda Ocarina of Time. So when I got sick of- I want to meet the Cruising USA social. <laughs> I, I, the Sophie who I'm picked Cruising USA. Like I used to, I found that the ugliest car was always the fastest and the Redwood Forest was my favourite track. Um, but anyway. So you went for the, you, you, you became attached to the ugliest no, car. No, it worked the best. I used life. to use the prettiest car, but the, um, <laughs> the ugly one just goes the fastest. Anyway. Um, when I got sick of that, I would play Ocarina of Time. And, of course, I just used to load up the finished save file that my cousin already had saved to the machine. So I just used to, like, wander around the map, like, riding a pona around, shooting light arrows at everything. I occasionally tried to, like, do the Ganondorf fight and I didn't understand how to do it because I hadn't actually played the game properly. Um, so I think I spent, like, 50 hours just fucking around. In the the saved the finished save file, and yeah, from there I actually like when I turned fifteen, I actually downloaded it on an emulator and played it properly. What about you, Simon? Ah, uh, so um, I fell in love with Zelda at the tender age of three, three years old, um, which was like seven years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> my first Zelda game was Ocarina of Time as well. Um, because Gaz, my older brother, had it. Um, <laughs> Kyron, I think, is just kind of left his body. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping someone would toss me a bone and say Link to the Past, but it's fine. I'll just be I'll the old. Blame person. my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take it up with Gaz. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he, um, yeah, he he got it for yeah for the N sixty four and. I loved it. I got really, really good at doing the opening segment and doing the Great Deku Tree and getting into Dodongo's Cavern. But the background noise, the ambient noise in Dodongo's Cavern, I always found a little bit too creepy as a three-year-old. So <laughs> I'd be fair. like, okay, this is where I stop playing. And then I would copy Gaz's save file from the first save slot into the third save slot. And he was, uh, I think, just after the Water Temple. He hadn't gone into the Shadow Temple or anything because that would have scared the shit out of Kid Me. Um, so yeah, I just run around as adult Link and like, yeah, run around Hyrule Field as well and do very much similar thing to Soph and just spend ages doing fucking nothing but loving every second of it. Did you used to just use Nehru's love like all the time because you realize it's just like makes you invincible? <laughs> no, because Gas hadn't gotten anywhere near any of that. Oh, he hadn't picked yeah, up like any of yeah. Any of the, I think he only had Din's Fire. He didn't even have like Feral's Wind or anything like that. And I'm like, oh. looking back on it, I'm like, guys, you're kind of shit at this game, aren't you? <laughs> wow, wow. It took, look, it took me 11 years to beat the game for the first time, okay? And I beat it, sat, I was sat in the living room of Gaz's flat at the time. Uh, he was living in like our own, our old hometown in England. And I'd come over for like a school holiday or whatever and had it. And I was like, do we, do we finish it? Do we want to finish it now? And he's like, I, I don't know. And like, it's, it feels so weird to finish this game that was such a big part of my early childhood. But yeah, we finished it that night and had a great time. And my first proper experience with Zelda was Breath of the Wild. But let's move on. <laughs> Look, I'm a late bloomer. You're, you guys are like, a, it's like you're in a cult, but it's like a cool cult. I have no problem yeah, with it. it. I, just, I just never 
I've, I've spoken about this before. I was, I was a PlayStation but kid. you had a PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. I was playing, yeah. you know. Everyone's parents make mistakes. It's fine. Exactly. You guys grew up with Zelda. I, you know who, who raised me? Gex the Gecko. <laughs> oh, it God. Shows. So sorry. And that's why it I'm, fucking shows me. That's why I'm so, um, you know, <laughs> to make a lot of dick jokes. Sure <laughs> do. Um, Thanks, Gex. Friend of the show. <laughs> okay, let's jump into the categories. I'm going to throw one at you. What is the best temple slash shrine? Oh, that's a. Uh... See, I don't. I don't think any of the shrines really make the list because they're not long enough to leave a proper impression. I know that one where you, the one where you flip the switch over is pretty cool. <laughs> that's something, isn't it? <laughs> okay, let's just make it temples then. Open slather. Best temple. Um, it's, uh, there's only one answer and it's the water temple. Oh, that God. Incredible... That's the only one I've ever no, heard No, seriously, I had heard, because, like, I knew a lot about the game before I started playing it, and, um, I heard about the water temple, but I love it because a lot of the temples in the 3D games, I find them a little bit easy, and it's the only one that forces you to actually use the map. Um, I love that you have to collect multiple keys before you go do things. It's not like, oh, get key, open door, get key, open door. I love the the music. Sounds like a, um, it's like a quiz show, like thinking music sort of song, which I think is really cool. And I love that it's like this square, you know, sort of tower design, like each floor is the same. I don't know. I just, I think it's really well designed and I don't think it's super hard, but it just. Okay. With the water temple, I've heard of it a million times and it's like infamous. Why is it? So, Karen Summit, I feel, I feel like you two disagree with it being the best one. What's oh, wrong no, not with at it? all. I mean, I it's one of those temples that I, as a kid, I would stress over. But um, when I went back to when I came out on 3DS, obviously the 3DS version is a bit different because they did some tweaks. But even when I played it on the uh, the 64 Virtual Console on the Switch, I definitely didn't find it as hard as I remember it being. But that might just be because I've done it so many times. But it does have a lot of mechanics to sort of keep on top of so maybe that's why some people are overwhelmed by it i guess yeah and i think as well part of it is because not only do you need to worry about like changing the water level but if you want to put on the iron boots you have to pause the game oh, every God. time and that is tedious you have to pause the that's game it... get into your inventory screen equip the iron boots go out of the inventory screen wait for link to sink to the bottom walk Thank forward you. a few steps take the pause the game again go back to the kokiri boots wait for link to swim up and then you can climb out of mm whatever pool you're fucking standing in. So that's the th- why I like the 3DS one. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The touch screen it. was there. <laughs> also, shout out to Ocarina of Time randomizers where they make the boots D-pad presses. Amazing. Ooh, Amazing fun. fucking change. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's that's, I think, why it gets such a bad rap. And obviously, you've got to remember where you need to go to change the water level, one of which is locked behind a locked door, which if you don't think about properly, you just never... Go, oh yeah, that's where I need to go. I need to go into the middle of this fucking building. I don't know. There's a few points to it. I understand why. Wasn't it? But it doesn't deserve all of the hate that it does get. Oh, no. I mean, let's face it, water levels in games are inherently... Wasn't it also Dark Link? Because when a lot of people were kids, they didn't know how to beat Mm. Dark Link. Because you kind of need a strategy. Yeah. Oh, Dark Link. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people didn't like (laughs) it because they're shit. Like... Kind of, well, yeah. Yeah. So you, so Simon and Karen have really shown their ass here. So if he's like, I, I liked it, I was, it. I was able to beat it. 
And you two were like, it was hard. I had to press too many buttons. Yeah, and when Simon when Simon's eventually a teenager, he'll give it a go and he still won't like it. <laughs> I don't know why, Simon, my th- my angle for this episode is that you're you're a child. I mean, the Ocarina of Time is all about a kid turning into an adult and being forced into maturing, so I don't know. So that by can the be end of this analogous, episode <laughs> Analogous for me at this point, I think. His voice will so feel like a real adult. G'day guys, I'm Simon. <laughs> Let's play Zelda, you dogs. Okay, okay. So if, if it's not the Water Temple, or maybe not, Water Temple's only one I've heard of, so it may have my vote by default. But Simon Curran, what do you bring to the table here? What am I bring to the table? I'm actually because again, there's so many temples and dungeons, and as I said, I have been playing Skyward Sword, so most of my brain right now is like mushy Skyward Sword stuff. And a lot of the dungeons in that game are fine. They're pretty straightforward, so I'm I'm not going to bring one of those guys to the table. I recall liking a lot of the dungeons from Twilight Princess for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's that's exactly where my brain's at at the moment as well. I was thinking Snow Peak, Snow Peak Ruins is Snow Peak is really fun. I like the the whole soup background yeah, mechanic. Soup yeah, getting yeah. making the soup Sorry, all the what? time. Sorry, what? What you talk? What? Okay, so <laughs> in Twilight Princess. I mean, not just in Twilight Princess, but they started to like. Be a bit more flexible with the idea of a dungeon, and Snow Peak Ruins is just sort of like this manor you go into, and you Imagine. um you need to you need to make this soup for mm. this little I guess this Eskimo like lady, this Yeti lady, Yeti yeah her name's like, her name's Yetta, by the way, and just you have to <laughs> get the ingredients for soup, yeah Yetta and Yetta. It's the only dungeon I think oh. where there's like the safe area. Like, mm. it's very strange. Yeah. It's like you've got this, like, warm living room and then you have to go to these, like, decrepit, frozen parts of their house. <laughs> That's- it yeah. sounds very Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. It kind of. Yeah. Kind yeah. of, yeah. There's definitely, mm. a, like, a village vibe to it. Yeah, because um, you know the parts of Resident Evil where Leon um, Kennedy has to make soup? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd play the shit of that. There is a lot of soup. There, there's a lot of soup. There are, there are a lot of different soups in Resident Evil. I'll okay, yeah. I, I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this might 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 be cheating a little bit, but uh, Hyrule Castle from Twilight Princess because that culmination it's it's a long dungeon, it's big and it's kind of easy to get a bit lost in. But I do really like the culmination of everything you've learned up until that point. Like you're using mechanics. Involving a weapon that you picked up in the first temple, you know, you're like you're using the boomerang, and a lot of the time Zelda games will give you a weapon and it's only useful for one dungeon and then that's it. Whereas I think Twilight Princess was pretty good at making sure you use multiple weapons a lot of the time. I don't Wait, know. I don't- before I find it, because I, I also at the end of each category, I'm going to decide on which is the winner. Um, before I can work out a technical, like a technicality that you've. Uh, you know, touched upon there, Simon, in order to disqualify your choice to get you angry at me, because that's just what I'm here for. You said this <laughs> this could be cheating. Why 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 would it be? Is it just because it's not necessarily a temple? Well, because it's it, well, it's the last dungeon of the game, essentially. So I'll I'll, I'll let that pass. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's classified as a dungeon, so yeah, yeah. It's just it's just because it's the last one. So it's kind of like saying, oh, you know, inside Ganon's tower. Are there no other temples of note throughout these games? 
Because look, I'm, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so say it. Many. All I've he- all I hear about from you guys, like, oh, you gotta play Zelda. There's so many temples and dungeons, um, and you've given me three: one full of water, one's technically not a dungeon. Apparently, I don't like Skyward Sword, <laughs> but the Ancient Cistern deserves a mention. Ancient Cistern's very I just- cool. I just yeah. did that one, and that That's was my one. Stand, if I was yeah. going to bring one from yeah. Skyward Sword. Yeah, I, I I liked Ancient Sistan. I thought it was. That's uh, also because I love the whip. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the whip. Kind of like whipping onto latches and switches and flicking them. It's just fun. Yeah, flipping over lily pads. I will say too, yeah. I played. I never played the original Link's Awakening, but when I played the remake, I think it was the Color Dungeon. I just thought it was really sort of cool and mm. strange. Yeah, that's a fun one because that was in. DX, the yeah. DX version, yeah, for the Game Boy Color. Um, but no, other than that, like honestly, there there are loads of just good dungeons. There's loads of just great dungeon designs. It's just a matter of which one's the best. That thing, Jesse, you're asking mm. a tough question. It's the culmination of like gameplay, layout, item, boss, music. Mm. Well, actually, no. The answer here will be a culmination of what does Jesse want to pick for no for just an <laughs> arbitrary reason. We'll find it in a, in a moment, but before we do, how, how did you guys feel about the move from dungeons, tr- like traditional dungeons and temples, to shrines? And I believe there's a bit of a move back to dungeons and temples in, in Tears of the Kingdom. I like the shrines, but I don't know any other way. So what did you guys think? The, I mean, the shrines are fine. At the time when I was playing Breath of the Wild for the first time, I was like, oh, the shrines are really cool. Uh then you go off and do a Divine Beast, and I think that's where I had my first, I mean, not really an issue, but they're just kind of all so samey because they're all, they yeah. all sort of look the same. They're all blue and the same sort of, like, so when you go to a, a Divine Beast, it's just like, oh, it's just a big shrine, and all I'm doing is sort of activating these switches, and it's cool, but, like, I just kind of missed the dungeon aesthetic for some reason, even if that is itself becoming very varied as, at, at this stage anyway. I was going to bring up the the divine beasts have been like the only temples I temple analogs that I know, but I'm like okay, which one did I like? Oh wait, no, they were all the same. I think I like the mm. elephant because you have to give his trunk like an erection, which is mm. yeah. yeah. Um, Hyrule Castle in Breath of the Wild was fun. Yeah, like, not sure if it classifies cool. as a dungeon, but it was great. I didn't love it. I don't like Hyrule Castle. I just loved sneaking around that place and with the music, just like ten. I like yeah. The music. Okay, the reason I like Hyrule Castle in Breath of the Wild is. Because when you get there, you're 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 OP. Like you you feel badass. You oh. you walk in there and like the guardians are like shooting lasers at you and you're yeah. flicking them off. Like get, and, until get you out walk into one of those little like little buildings where they slam the doors shut and throw like a silver maned lionel at you. Oh and yeah, just like no, running I, I, like I was a, really I was really a good child. Game, so never had that issue. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That yeah, must yeah, have been yeah, nice. Sure. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it, is, it is good. I oh, know. Crown is heavy though. I tell you what, crown does weigh me down. I thought we got a bad back. See, I. I liked the the concept of shrines being able to sort of be sort of like one individual puzzle for a bit, and then that's it. You just sort of move on because the thing with the bigger temples and dungeons and stuff is that thematically they carry a puzzle through it the whole way. So again, using the water temple as an example, you've got to change the water level several times to get through the dungeon. With um, something like the ancient cistern, you've got a like a hell and heaven parallel kind of theming going throughout the entire thing and there's a lot of switches and stuff that you can only reach with the whip and there's a lot there's a lot of okay this is the puzzle theme for this dungeon and then that's it whereas I think shrines were like ah whatever fuck around for a bit we've got so many ideas that's what was cool about them 
Mm. Oh, no, Did you hear me before? It. You turned the switch upside down. That's crazy. <laughs> what is this Nintendo thinking of? All right, I'm going to pick a winner here. Um, and because it's the one I've heard about and because we live together, I'm picking the water time. Water t- t- water tumble. Water tumble. Jesse, you've got to listen to the music now. It's the best. Okay. No, nah, I'm not doing. I'm not doing any of that. His music is really good. I, that is that is, that is bonkers, I and I will reverse my decision if I have sixty okay. four. You, you should you should listen to one point oh fire temple. Oh, fire yes. temple. The fire temple. Yes. I think it's a little bit underrated. I like the the doors, the fake doors. Like it was so out of like fake doors are fun. Like left of field for the fire temple. Hmm. I mean, if we're just doing little small shout outs, uh, shout out to the forest temple and in the painting for like the twisty hallways yeah. that That's- broke my mind as a kid. Yeah, that was cool. Although, yeah, it's got the next kind of like sound in it. Best weapon. Best yeah. weapon slash item. Now, to me, the best weapons are breakable, but it's a topic for a different <laughs> podcast. Careful, let's not say it too loud or else James Stephanie Sterling is going to get angry at us. Good. Just kidding. I, I, love you, I love you, James Stephanie Sterling. I think you're great. Thank you for what you do. Um, I want to ban the Master Sword. <laughs> yes, I'm going to yeah. say Master Sword, shit. It's garbage. <laughs> it is. A, it is a. It is a basic. It's become the basic bitch weapon in these games. I don't give a shit. It's like being like my favorite gun in the FPS is the rocket launcher. The Bagoran sword. Grow up. Superior. To be fair, expand your mind. I I know I just banned it, but I do want to shout out Breath of the Wild for making the Master Sword cool again. Right. Being able to shoot sword sort of- beams. That, nice. but also just like I was like, I mean, I, I I should have assumed it was in the game, but I was just running around and one of the, and a character mentioned a master sword. I'm like, oh, I guess I should look for it. I didn't get it till like the end of the game when I was playing. <laughs> yeah, I actually did quite like. I quite liked how you had to find like you didn't have to find it sort of thing. Yeah, that mm. was just cool. like you just follow yeah. the stories to get there. Plus, once I had, it, I was like, I don't give a shit. I have a lightning sword. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I'm not going to use it. anyway. I, Other games, what, what are the, so if you brought up the Skyward Sword, I didn't actually know no, that no, it was no, a different the, weapon. The Bigoran Sword. Oh, yeah. What Bigoran is that? Any sort of two-handed sword. Yeah, I don't like a, a sword and a shield thing. Uh, so in Ocarina of Time, uh, you can do a whole bunch of co- uh, side quests and get a two-handed sword, which doesn't allow you to hold your shield, but it's stronger than the Master Sword. And it is fun. Yeah. Just- and it. You can humiliate the last boss as well. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can absolutely just mutilate some enemies so quickly. It's great. I'm, g- I'm going to give my shout out to uh, the double claw shots from Twilight Princess because being able to. I like how rather than a debate, this has become a shout out. Because <laughs> he's whatever. woken up. He woke up 20 minutes ago. He's derailed this. Step okay. on some toes, Simon. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm I'm saying I'm saying double claw shot because I like being able to zip around like Spider Man. That's fun. so much fun. So good. If you like but doing it, that, you should play Fortnite or Spider Man or Spider Man. Both <laughs> I've great. Played, <laughs> played Spider Man, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, well, at the risk of being, I I was just like I'll just be a bit weird, and I'm I'm gonna bring my favorite. I guess it's not my favorite one, but if I was to think of one. Ravio's bracelet from the Link Between Worlds, just because I loved going two D and like just yeah, being a painting on the wall, <laughs> just blew that game wide open. So I have a soft spot for that. Particular Wait, did I play Link? I played Link Between Worlds, didn't I? I don't know, Jesse. You played some of it. Good enough. I did like that power because I quite like that game. And you're just going flat up against the wall. Yeah, and you become that, that cool like, artwork. 
Yeah, yeah and that you go was into cool. like, like the weird that. like interdimensional butt cracks in the mountains. Yeah, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Okay, let's put this let's, let's category up a little bit. So I want best item and best weapon. Okay, okay, separate. Things, right. Okay, so let, let's let's talk discuss uh, uh items first. Okay. Well, I uh, item. I'm you know what? I really like the hover boots. Like I like. Uh, any what do you mean hover boots? What do you mean hover boots? <laughs> so I like any item that cool. just makes the general gameplay a little bit easier, and I feel like the hover boots just uh, like I don't know. I know they make you slip and sl- they're just like boots with little feathers on them, and you can walk over gaps, so you don't yeah, have to. Got like even a, though there's auto jump, fun, fun little anti gravity. I don't know. Moment. I think they're cool. I, I like I like the hover boots, although. I feel like because you get them so late in Ocarina of Time, they're not utilized as well as they could be, I think, in the world, mm. which is such a shame because they are fun. Um, on, the, on the contrary, though, the iron boots, I think, are kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, they suck because whenever you need to use them, they're a pain in the ass. So yeah. in the bin with the iron boots. I think the flippers <laughs> Where, are yeah. the alternative to iron boots in the other games. I'd agree. I'd, I'd agree with that. Cool. The Zora mask in Majora's Mask because yeah, aren't these masks cool? Don't these masks have powers? Like, give me a powerful mask. Jesse, there's a frog one. Give me the frog one. <laughs> I like the one where you march around playing your ocarina and then all the little animals follow you. The Brennan mask. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> good. Ask, like, is is the ocarina like what does the ocarina do? Magic control. <laughs> just 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 miscellaneous magic. Kind of in a sense, okay. right? So it it lets you yeah it. In Majora's Mask, you can use it to warp back in time and save your game. Uh, and slow time. And slow time. And fast forward time. And fast forward, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas in um, in Ocarina of Time, it lets you open up a stone door. Uh, it lets you travel through time one way. I like how you really buried the lead. You could open a door with it. Uh, uh, you can't. That, that, you can when, when you first, it, yes. When you when you first get it, it you, you use it immediately to open the door of time, which is just a big fucking stone door. That's literally the very first thing you. Use oh, it. the time door. You call it the stone yeah. door. Don't well, it's a stone it. door. <laughs> and a stone temple was in Majora's Mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then also you can use it to warp places. So you play a warp song, and it just teleports you to a location. So suggestion out here and, for the best yeah. item. Mm-hmm. The cooking walk from Breath of the Wild. It's pretty good. Because the cooking mechanic in the game is like outrageously fun. And, and in Tears of the Kingdom, you can save recipes, which is very, very cool. And you can only do that with the walk. And I think you can use that walk as a weapon, can't you? Yeah, there's a ladle you can use. Yeah, I mean, ladle is just a small wooden walk in a way. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a pot like lid. It. Yeah, pot lids. Like you can use all the cutlery. Yeah. My actually, my vote for the best item in a Zelda game is something that I haven't used because I don't play DLC. It's that fucking motorbike you get. Fuck yeah, the big fat hog. <laughs> what I love that? and hate the motorcycle in equal. It's measure. the dumbest thing in the world, but that's what makes it's it so best. Dumb. Like also, it stands out like a sore. Th- Why are they going what? fucking full American chopper junior versus senior in this mo- on, uh, in this game? And you're running around the big I, fat hog. When I did my Breath of the Wild replay, I specifically made sure to do the DLC before I finished the game. So then I could just like 
when I got the motorcycle, I just dro- basically rode it straight to Hyrule Castle. <laughs> it's like, nah, that's it. Straight, it straight, straight across the entire country on my sweet hog. I'm it's, coming for you, Ganon. It's so funny because it's like, in game, they're just like, oh, no, it's Link's divine beast. Haha, uh-huh, don't worry. We didn't forgive him. We didn't forget Wait, about you getting. Legit, was that the explanation? Yes. Yeah, These games a, are yeah. dumb enemy yeah. for babies. They, 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 they're just like, <laughs> it's the divine beast for the chosen hero or whatever. Anyone like, who has gone onto at Story Mode AUS on Twitter and followed us and retweeted our pin post into the competition for Tears of the Kingdom, after hearing that information, if you didn't already know it, if you un retweet and unfollow i would completely understand because that is ridiculous <laughs> that that's his divine beast somebody gets an elephant somebody gets a yep. bird somebody gets yep. a camel and i'm sure there was a third one a, l- a fourth, fourth one a, even a lizard a lizard, <laughs> lizard. okay great <laughs> oh yeah that fight sucked so i forget that one and he's like i'll get a motorbike imagine that motorbike was as big as the elephant that would be pretty interesting that would be that different. okay be- <laughs> <laughs> i guess better than uh, yeah. just a bike like a car yeah. like oh just and it runs off of apples that's why i don't play dlcs because they are a little bit too loosey-goosey for me but i still need i need more items give me more items so i can choose at the moment the motorbikes are winning (laughs) i'm i am bringing this for for chaos and that is of a spinner from twilight princess which is just so underrated love the spinner (laughs) it is it's so good especially in that boss fight yeah, that the boss dungeon. fight. We'll awesome. talk about the boss fight. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, uh, what's so much fun? The spinner. It's, so it's called spinner. the spinner from Twilight yeah, Princess. It is essentially a, a yeah. Beyblade that Link the rides Beyblade that you sit on, on tracks and stuff on walls. It's amazing. So fun. It's so stupid. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh my god! It is a Beyblade. It like, is a Beyblade. <laughs> you weren't lying. That is. Yeah. So then you just put a little. Put, put Link mm. on top of it, and that's how it's work. That's how it works. You just have Link on top of it, oh, and you yeah, just. The, does it spin Link around? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, no, yeah, fuck yeah, this thing it. wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he d- yeah. Oh, somebody made, into a, somebody made it a drawing that looks like a Pokemon. Somebody made a Beyblade that actually looks like this. No, yeah, the spinner wins. This thing's sick. <laughs> Bring this back. Well, there you no, go. <laughs> it's, it's literally it, used for half of one dungeon and, like, maybe four yeah. times out in Hyrule Field. And that's yeah, because it's fucking it. OP. It you should can't come back carry this thing I around. just have another uh, underrated contender for weapon. That's the bomb chew. I think they need to bring. I liked them. Fucking. I actually is. used them a yes. fair bit in Ocarina of Time and in Phantom Hourglass. They're kind of broken because you can just tell them. Oh, they're, so they're the little broken. jellies, aren't they? No, bomb bomb chew. Are they the little jelly thing? Cross between like a, a rab a, a mouse, sorry, chew. So like for mouse, and then a bomb. So it's it's yeah, a bomb yeah, that's shaped like a mouse, and you put it down, and it moves on its own. Yeah. So oh, and it has a little mask on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bomb chews. Bomb chews are cool. I think it looks like you cut believe- the head off an evolution. Kind of. <laughs> Um, which is definitely points for it. But basically, in one of the DS <laughs> games, nice the uh, you can use your stylus to draw a path of where the bomb chew will go. So you can just kind of like stand somewhere around a corner and just direct it to hidden enemy. Okay, wait. I'm sending something to something sending something through to the chat. So I typed in Zelda bomb chew, and this little fella came up. Oh. What is this? That is the enemy called a bomb chew, which is <laughs> the same name. 
That's in Majora's Mask. And these okay. little fuckers run around. They look like they're on meth. They run around, and when they see you, they ignite the bomb on their tail, run at you, and try and blow you up. Okay. Um, they suicide bomb. They are the best things I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> little, little meth rabbits. They look like... Uh. The rats of Gotham City when the Joker toxin got into the water. Yeah. I love these little freaks. You're not wrong, and actually. They look across between that and a Dodgem car because they've got Kinda. this big sticking ball coming in their arsehole. I, I love how their tail is literally just two lines and that's oh, no, it. These things are great. Just... That kind of answers the question we'll come to a bit later on the best enemy. Um, so we can probably pull that one out. Uh, uh, look, best item. Uh, Oh, I'm going to. I've got one oh, more for you. Contender, okay. Ball and chain. It's from Snowpeak Ruins. <laughs> the it's ball so and good chain. When you're not meant to use it, yeah. like in in that what's that? A uh, uh, cave of ordeals. Yeah, cave of you ordeals. Just use it to just. <laughs> yeah. Ball and ball and chain. I didn't know Link was married. <laughs> so wish. <laughs> I see that one for our Bogan Zelda. listeners out there. Yeah, ball and chain. It's literally a fucking big metal ball on a chain, and Link just swings it around and throws it at shit, knocks things over, like, breaks things. It's it's the size of Link. It's huge. <laughs> the use of it is very funny. Every time you do it, it's just you're like, okay, I guess yeah, I'm going with that. This. Is big because when he walks big. around with it, he yeah, he's <laughs> like he's fucking like. Nine months pregnant, like he's about to pop any day. He's just like. I mean, look. To be fair, I've I've played enough um, Zelda games to know they're not the biggest balls Link has to carry around. Okay, (laughs) have you seen him riding that motorbike? (laughs) You need you need some some uh, cojones for that. Look, I'm giving it to the spinner because Beyblades is a fucking sick show. Okay, fair. Okay, so I think that's that's fair. So so far, I want to be walking through the water temple with my spinner. Um. But I'll also need a weapon. So, best weapon. Oh, well, that's... Isn't that what we were just doing? Wait, is a spinner a weapon or an item? It's an I'd item. say it's an item. It's an item. Oh, wait, no, sorry. You've got, now got to pick because we just gave you our best weapons. No, no, no. This is a mixture of both. So that was our best item is a spinner. And now I want best pure weapon. Best straight oh. weapon. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll allow. I'm going to allow that ball and chain to be in the weapon category, and currently it's winning because it's pretty fucking funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but like for me, I really like in um, Breath of the Wild how you can use the simplest things as as weapons. The idea that you can run up to uh, Horse Boy—I can't remember the names—Golden Horse Boy—and you, if you choose to, you can whack him with a stick. I find that very funny, or just like a bone. I I was gonna say. The one I find funny is whenever you run into the stupid Stalfos in the open world and just like beating them up with the, the arm of their fallen comrade. Yeah, when, you, when you think about that, that's them. that's a lot. That was like, that. they probably had a scene like that in Saiyan Pro Run and they cut it out because it was too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Link, Link doesn't care. Link doesn't care. Link is willing to commit war crimes. Link stormed that beach. <laughs> Spinner in hand. Other weapons, though. I'm just trying to think, like, because I remember really liking. So it's, I guess it's, it's going to be similar to Ball and Chain, the um, hammer in Wind Waker. Yeah, the it was skull very hammer. Conical, yeah, just like the massive skull hammer. Yeah, skull hammer's a good time. I have seen. I, I do actually know that skull hammer is so, shockingly because <laughs> Wind Waker's great. Um, 
don't know, would the bombs count as weapons or items? Um, bombs typically, Simon. Look, they're not, in they're the not Zelda pets. universe, Look, all right? <laughs> even if they did, the bomb trees are a better version of bombs. <laughs> That's also, yeah. Fair. So a bomb tree the weapon or an item? That can be both, really. They yeah, can puzzle solve thing. Use like, as a weapon. You use them. I feel like though they're more used for switches. It's like the combat. Yeah, they kind is of optional. are. Yeah. I don't really use bombs for combat, honestly. Unless I mean, the you need to use bombs for something. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Bomb uh, arrows. Come on, give me some more weapons. What do we got? I mean, I've never played Majora's Mask all the way through, but I like any sort of alternate sword, and the fairy sword is very cool. I'll be honest. Great fairy sword is. Awesome. It's just a sword that uses magic meter. I think is that all it does. Uh, I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. I don't think it does. I think you can get away with it. Just it's just an item. It's just in yeah. C. It swap. just looks friggin' cool. It's a cool sword. Yeah. It is cool. It is cool. But I think sort of going off that, I think the double helix sword as fierce mm-hmm. deity link that is top tier. It's it's, it's pretty rad. Fierce Daily Link is pretty badass. You gotta give me more of this argument. You can't just say it looks cool. It shoots I'd beams. Like Google, well, I guess. Okay. Okay. It shoot, shoots laser beams out the fucking sword. You can only put and the mask on uh, in boss rooms and it makes little shithead Link turn into adult cool as fuck Link. Cool hair. He's got cool face paint on. Like, dude looks awesome. And basically decimate whatever boss you're using it on. Yeah, you just Merc them into the I'd, fucking ground. I'm just, just confused that Simon thinks that when somebody has face paint on, on they look like awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like war paint. It's not like fucking. I don't know. You said playground you... where he's gone got like a lion drawn on his face. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at I, I'm looking at the double helix sword, and it looks very cool in the game. However, it's losing points because of the few photos of people who have made them. And in real life, they, in real life, they look really boring. It looks very boring. The the um, double helix. Cosplaying community, sword. you have let me down. It's just a it's just a boring real life design. Too yeah, simple. but in the game, it like glows, kinda, and it's yeah. like really, really big. <laughs> so it is. There's no the logic to this court. <laughs> Because so, at at the moment, I tell you what, you've all lost on this one. And I'm I'm, I'm leaning toward my choice, which is the lightning sword from Breath of the Wild. Because that thing's badass. When you say lightning sword, which one is that? Um, That's a few. I I, I know. Are there the gr- yeah. is it like the great thunder? Wait, how do you pick that? Blade? So there's the trident. Yeah, that's the trident's bloody cool. Yeah, that's true. Because you've you've got the various lightning. Well, you've got the various elemental themed weapons. So you've got a one-handed sword, a two-handed sword, a spear, and normally a an elemental rod, which just fires out magic. Balls of magic. Nice big old balls oh, there's, for there's you, Jesse. Stupid little wizards spraying yeah, yeah, their the, trap. The, the I, hate robes. I hate I them. hate those. They're the dumbest <laughs> things. Ah. Oh. Oh, Did you know they so can change the weather? I didn't know they could change the fucking weather. I only found that out the other day on Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, was isn't like, when they appear, they change the weather? Is not always appear? when they appear. They can just basically cast a spell and change the weather. I was like, what the fuck? They should cast bastards? a spell and change themselves into more functional people. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> that goes out <laughs> to all magicians. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow, right. magician's enemy of a show. 
<laughs> I'm making a lot of enemies in the last few episodes. That's my current you, my yeah. current theme right now. It's surprising how hard it is to think of like, you know, weapons that aren't the swords. Yeah, that's what I'm just, trying to think of. I mean, straight weapons. The blank. bow is fun, but it feels boring. Maybe yeah, the bow. The bow with like elemental arrows. Yeah, a bow's a bow. But it, it's so useful. I think. Yeah. I think probably the best iteration mm. of that we got was in Wind Waker with the fire and ice arrows because you could actually use them on stuff. Whereas, like in Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time, you never ended up using them hey, or anything. Did really? you not see the stuff going around the internet recently where people found out you could like freeze the um the spike the traps? spiky spinner things and all that? Like <laughs> yeah. you could do it. I yes, you could do it, but you've never needed to, and it's no, never no. been such a like if that was explained to you at some point, then awesome. But also, generally speaking, you don't get the ice arrows until after you finish the water temple They're anyway. They're at the so very like, end. Yeah. No. What about the bit Boomerang. thanks to that game? From the Gerudo training grounds. So aren't they like... Yeah. Yeah, which obviously oh. you, you can go there beforehand, but you know, most people don't bother. It's a thing. What about the boomerang? Boomerang... I have a love-hate relationship with the boomerang because I think it is a genuinely really fun weapon. The problem is it always ends up Dropping off a lot, especially towards the late game, which is part of the reason why I like mm. Twilight Princess so much, where it doesn't drop say, off, is because say, it's so the Gale Boomerang. Yeah, the Gale Boomerang is awesome. But that's the thing, it's like after a while, because normally it's like your first decent projectile weapon. You'll get like a slingshot or something, which would be good for like killing a couple of bats or some keys or something. It's like, yeah, cool, all right. And then you'll get a boomerang, which can actually do some damage to some things, and then a bit later, you'll get a bow, and then the boomerang's basically useless, which is such a shame. It's such a waste. What about the giant boomerang? boomerang? The what boomerang? The giant boomerang, Breath of the Wild. Those are oh. fun. Those are really fun. Did you know they get a secret damage multiplier when you throw them? So you actually do more damage when you throw it at an enemy. I know that. Earlier today. Interesting. Because I think that's yeah. very funny. If And again, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all this together in my head. Water Temple... You have your spinner, you, you, know, you launch a plane, you let it rip, if you will. And then you have a big boomerang just in case. Like a giant bent piece of metal. I'm, <laughs> I'm, liking, I'm liking this aesthetic so far. Okay, it, so think metallic things seem to be working for Shiny it. things, yeah, yes. But think about how cool... <laughs> the tri-boomerang. What? Tri-boomerang. Yeah, it's like, like a boomerang with three... It's like a glaive. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's the, the Lizalfos yeah. weapon. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Jesse, think about how cool you could look. You're in the water temple. You're on your spinner. You got a hot pink sword, the fairy sword. That's true. Think about the aesthetics. You've got a big fuck off ball in chains. (laughs) So the second you fall in the water, you just go. (laughs) (laughs) You just fall off your spinner. I do like the idea of of, of a spinning top with a massive ball and chain coming off the end. (laughs) It sounds like a a Michael Reeves creation. but I was like, I, I do like the, the pink sword. did look pretty cool. What was the pink sword called? The fairy sword. The great fairy oh, sword. Great fairy sword. I'm going with it. Great fairy sword wins that. Wins that category. Okay. That's fair. All right. Let's move on to the next one because I'm going to be, I'm going to have to fight people in this place. Hey. I need, now this is going to be combined still. Best boss slash enemy. And I'm just going to put out there, and I've said this a number of times, I don't think there were any outstanding enemies. In Breath of the Wild. You, you can't pick agree. up one in particular. That was very fun to fight. 
the Lionels. They're the most fun, though. Like, because you have to have a strategy. I found them fun the first few times, and then I got kind of bored of them because all there was whenever you first different type of Lionel, they had different weapons. Um, yeah, and then they just got stronger, so they just absorbed more, more, you know, more attacks. They didn't change the way they function too much. It's the same with the um, the guardians. The first few times you fight them, they, they can be really fun to fight, but doing them over and over again is like, oh, okay, I'm I'm, I'm bored. With I need something with a bit of variety to the combat. This is a general problem with Breath of the Wild because it also has no real good bosses mm. either. Mm. Yeah. Although, look, if any, it's going to be Thunderblight Ganon because. What a fucking difficulty spike that one is. Thunderblight Ganon. What a satisfying way to, to beat it. But this isn't bosses, this is, this is enemies, right? This is, this, is, this is both. This is both? Okay, well, yeah. Well, I, well, maybe we should do a, a little talk about Thunderblight Ganon because it was one of those moments in Breath of the Wild when the little light bulb goes off in your head and you're like, oh, yeah. I'll just pick up his little fucking stakes and he'll, he'll zap himself. That's just yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely. Yeah, it was one of those moments because I, I died to that thing like, three times in a row, and I'm like, what am I missing? I'm missing something. And then it dropped the stake, like, directly in front of me. I'm like, oh! Of course! Uh." (laughs) Felt like a right fucking idiot. And then just just sat there like, well, yeah, fucking course. You just pick up his own thing and use it against him. Fuck! Any of the older games, are there any particular uh, bosses or or enemies that stand out? I mean, Zard. I'm you over with the um, spinner already, so we may as well talk about the boss. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. It's just a massive, like, skeleton that you fight in this huge circle arena, and you just, you're just running and jumping off of, like, your different Beyblade tracks trying to damage it. It's a... I don't know, the scale of the fight is really awesome. I wish I remembered more about Beyblades to make a Beyblade joke here, but, listener, just imagine I did and just have a chuckle to yourself. Imagine I made it really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckling <laughs> right now. Thanks, guys. Good <laughs> one, Jesse. Classic spin top humor. Um, what about those um hand crawler boys? The wo- I was gonna say. Uh, the oh, sorry, Simon. Floor masters, floor masters or the wall masters? Wall masters are the I scary don't ones. I fucking know them. <laughs> Jesse's the <laughs> two, okay. okay, okay. What the floor master? Describe a floor, floor master. Floor, floor master is a disembodied hand that just sort of hangs about On and the then floor. lunges, lunges at you. All right, just goes. And, and what's yeah, a wall master? That, that one on a wall? hangs in the ceiling and waits for you to stand still and then tries to suck. Drum, jump down and grab you. So there's no competition between those two. The floor master is just like a, a, a wet dog of a thing. Whereas <laughs> a, a, a wall master is a xenomorph. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no, okay. Wall master is, is currently winning because I know them. I've, 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 I've you know, oh. I know, I know my Zelda <laughs> games. I have, I have fought two or three of my time. If you like annoying enemies, Jesse, allow me to present to you the like-like. Oh. What's that? <laughs> oh. The like-like is just is enemy that just sucks you up and can, if it's if it's an item you can get back, Sold. it'll just like steal a, a shield off of you or something like, it'll just take something off of you and you have to like kill it to get What back. does it look a like? pile? Um, oh, you, oh, you remember, oh, God. So you know you know those toys that you got as a kid? They were like the weird like little squishy tube things. They had like water and oil or something inside. Oh, those things you can't have sex with, yeah. Yes, yeah. those things. They look like that, basically. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe them. What are they called like like? 
Yeah, like, 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 like yeah, like, L I K E twice. <laughs> they're annoying as hell. Every time you see one in a Zelda game, it's like, all right, uh, we're doing this again. Sound <laughs> yeah. like oh my god, near you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, all yeah. the sound. Why, yeah, why that? I think crunchy? it's the sound of the mutus like moving and also. On the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Do they leave like a little snail trail? Is that what <laughs> I hate these things. This is like if you zoomed in on a really low polygon um, image of a cat's arsehole. I was going to say they are kind of like a disembodied Jesus pimple Christ. that moves. I, mean, yeah. I don't like these things at all. Look at Peter Dutton. This thing's gross. No. I put them in the same category as was, what was it, the War Master? Yeah. I hate those things. Yeah. Uh. There's I find wall- the floor masters more annoying than wall masters. <laughs> there's wall masters and these things are ass blasters. I hate them. No, they don't win. I'm I'm closing that window. Oh, they're still here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm glad I, I hope they don't come into the new game. I'm so happy um, the new game has has new enemies. Oh my god, please make yeah. them buried. Holy shit. Yeah, because I'm sick of constantly being attacked by stow enemies mm. every fucking night. In my Breath of the Wild and like, replay, I'm also like, is it Lazalfos? Is it Lazalfos? What is it? It's a dumb name. Yeah. That's just Where me. Uh, I kind of agree. Um, terms of cool enemies, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give my vote for uh, the Dark Nuts in um, Twilight Princess. More like the D's nuts. What are the Dark Nuts? Just Google Dark Nuts. It'll be fine. <laughs> They're uh. fucking twelve foot tall. <laughs> Dark knights, basically, in full armor with a big fuck-off shield and the sword the size of Link's body. And they will obliterate you if you are not prepared. All right, or if in... you have all of the hidden skills, they are incredibly fun to fight. I typed in dark knights and I've got a picture of dark chocolate-covered almonds from France. Just look uh, up Twilight <laughs> okay. Which somehow contain me... no nuts. What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? They can... Okay, that that's... That's a mystery for another show. Which which of the Zelda games it might be in Twilight Princess? But when you're finding the dark nuts that you it's... like, as you're hitting them, their armor comes off, or is that all of them? Uh, that's mostly yeah. in Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess because I really where they, like, like that, throw that off feature. the last section yeah. and then the fight gets really fast. It happens in Wind Waker too, but it's kind of cute in Wind oh, Waker because yeah, yeah. you cut the ribbons off at the back and then it falls, and they get surprised. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's. And they, yeah. they've got little dog heads. I always feel a little bit bad. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I've just, just shot you a picture of the Dark Nuts from Twilight Princess. They look just full like Dark Souls enemies. Yeah, I might have yeah. a look at them and they're actually kind of cool. But they are. Awesome. They don't, to me, and again, I am the impartial, inexperienced, unqualified judge of this here competition, which it's now become. They don't look like Zelda enemies to me. But that's what makes them so cool, because they don't then, fuck around. Like, you get close to them, they'll swing at you and take well, half your hate. you have an enemy that looks like a Dark Souls boss, and then you have one that looks like an anus, <laughs> and then one's I mean, just a hand? You are, you are looking specifically at the, the Twilight Princess version. There are other, other versions of the Dark Nut. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, even the chews in uh, Twilight Princess are goo, but they look more slug-like, more realistic-like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were they were weird. Wasn't a fan of those. I preferred the Majora's Mask versions, even though they they looked like a reject from some fucking claymation project. Yeah. So now, how about how, 
Sorry, go on. I was gonna say that enemies that we find adorable, the little choo choos, <laughs> little shoes, little jelly dudes. Yeah. They just look so oblivious. They are. There's no thoughts. Them. No thoughts going on there. <laughs> just jelly. From what I've and got so far, though, there were really no. I, I don't think anyone's called out a boss. No, because I, I mean, I've got a boss that I, again, I feel like is kind of cheating because of how fucking cool it is. Which like, Ganondorf what do you mean? It? The whole point of this is to find out which is the coolest. Like, I'm not going to say right, well, Fine. Ganondorf, the, the 1v1 That's stupid. Ganondorf fight in Twilight Princess at the end because holy shit, that is intense. That is the end of a okay. four-part boss fight. That is the finale. There's lightning going on around you. You're stuck in this arena I with mean, this beast of a man who is like going to kill you. He is going to just crush your head like a bug and it is so fucking cool and the way you kill him is brutal is this when but, Ganon's but in like full Wind Waker though yeah is he like a pig dad in this one I see so a lot of those go through that he does go through that phase but um so it's a phase yeah it's he a phase as pig daddy I like how you um, all understand no, what pig dad possessed Zelda okay. <laughs> he starts as possessed Zelda Possesses Zelda. For That's a, a bit, cool fight. That's which, a great fight. Yeah, and then you knock him the fuck out of Zelda's body. You have to you have to beat up Zelda a little bit, um, and then he transforms into a big pig beast, pig dad. Yeah, and you have to you have to go against him as a wolf link for a bit, which is really fun. And then after you do that to him enough times, you then fight him on horseback. You're going through Hyrule Field. You're Chasing him on horseback, Zelda's firing off light arrows to try and stun him so you can go and whack him over the back of the head. And then she actually hits him. If she ever fucking actually hits him, holy shit, <laughs> Zelda, work on your aim. Woman, please. Cop that. <laughs> and then after you do that enough times, he's like, all right, fine, fuck it. 1v1 me, bitch, let's go. And then there's lightning crashing all around you. You are stuck in this arena and you are like, I'm going to die. This is until not. Until you get out. Oh, sorry, until you get out the fishing rod. Until you can't have a fishing <laughs> rod. Or the bug net. <laughs> yeah. You have to explain that. Okay, so confused. Um, in back in a, a link to the past. So when oh my God, I regret asking for this, but go on. <laughs> just it's it's a running joke throughout the whole fucking Zelda franchise where basically every single game where you can fight Ganon or Ganondorf in some major capacity, there's a fun little thing you can do. So in a link to the past, you can shoot back his, his lightning beams. You're supposed to shoot back with the Master Sword. You're supposed to swing at them, the Master Sword. Or you can use a bug net and send them flying back at him. I love shit like that. And then, yeah, so and much. then in Ocarina of Time, if you have um in your one-on-one -on -one fight with Ganondorf, again, he's shooting energy balls at you and you're supposed to hit them back with the sword. Or you can use an empty bottle and just go... <laughs> And just hit them back with your empty bottle. These empty bottles are fucking magic and can shoot back lightning balls. I'm playing through Resident Evil right. 4 again just to throw eggs at Sal um, Salazar until he dies. Like, <laughs> I, I, that type of stuff is so fun for me. Um, um, okay. Yeah, so it's a continuous thing. And then in Twilight Princess, you can distract him for a minute because you just pull out this fishing rod that you get right at the beginning of the game and you just dangle this fishing rod in front of him. And he's like, what? And then you can get in a free hit or two. Fun. I like me a horror, a horror enemy. I've got to go with the Warmaster. To, to somebody on the outside, they are the most iconic enemy. So I'm going with the Warmaster. They're, okay. they're scary. All right. Okay. Okay. All Interesting right. that you think they're the most iconic. I don't speak to a lot of. Um, Get to a lot of, of games. 
Um, for yeah. bosses, they're the coolest. I've got two. Uh, yeah. I think like just concept and arena and design. I think it's got to be Phantom Ganon. Because I love the idea of he comes out of a painting, he's spooky looking, he's yeah. on a horse, you got to shoot the right painting. I just think that's super cool. Um, but in terms of funnest, it's got to be Zant. Like, I used to have a save file oh, that was right Zant. before Zant just to play through the Zant boss fight all the time. That is such a good fight. Like, and the music, it's like all yeah, like weird. Yeah, and just as he gets more, more you hurt him, the more unhinged and erratic his attacks get. Mm. And you're like, this man is not okay. Like, this man is cracked. It's, I love it. That is such a good shout. That's such a fun boss fight. So, for context, Jesse. I haven't heard. I'm, all I'm hearing, I need to play uh, princess. Basically, the, the yes. Zant boss fight, you repeat almost every single previous boss fight, but with this final boss. So, it's slightly different. It's almost like, oh, how do you describe it? It's like a challenge sort of mode type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a boss rush with, instead of the actual bosses, it's this main antagonist for the game. For, and you only you only sort of do each yeah. phase like once or twice, so it keeps it fast-paced. And so one minute you'll be standing in the forest temple and you've got to throw a bomb at him. And then the next minute you'll be underwater and you're like, oh shit, I've got to change to... You know my my claw shots and pull them out. Oh, so you're this. not you're not fully fighting every boss again. No, that's out of garbage. Is... No, no, no. You can't no, no, no. Okay. him. I get you. the whole time, but he uses some of the mechanics from the other bosses and takes you like teleports you to like images of these arenas and stuff. And so it's really, really fun. And just the music gets more and more deranged and unhinged. All right, so we've picked best enemy, which is the wall master. Well, I've picked best one, and. You guys seem to want a best boss as well, so I'm going to give it to Xanth, is it? Yeah. All right, Xanth is in. Now I'm going to move on to the next category, which is the best best side character slash NPC. Oh, I want to... Immediately, I can just only think of Beetle, because oh, Beetle's... Beetle is bae. Thank you. Thank you. Beetle might be one of my favorite merchants in any video game, but I want to give him a special shout out to in Skyward Sword for just like powering that aircraft just through sheer pedal power. Yeah, and then kicking you out if you have no money. Exactly. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, he just fucking drops you through the floor. Like, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Who's the the hot uh, merman in Breath of the Wild? Uh, Sidon. Yeah, Sidon. Yeah, Prince Sidon. There's got to be there's got to be some love Sidon here. Ah, a hundred percent. However, he's because <sighs> he's a he's a babe Sidon front on whatever angle. <laughs> God, that was a good joke. Well, yeah, wholesome too. <laughs> like, I have a very is it is it wholesome? I like him, but I I surprisingly hate those rock monsters. The Gorons? Gorons. Oh, I, I love fucking. That. I you fucking hate them. Talk about eating rocks, and you don't like the Goron. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I have, a, I have a weird running joke whenever somebody's like, "Oh, you know what? You eat something that's like rocks." Have I told you my password story? <laughs> Are you okay. going to tell us your password? Are you going to duck yourself? Like jump on, jump onto the uh, off-topic wagon. No, it's so at work. We have all these systems that you know need um, passwords. Oh, shock horror. Whoa. And I kept. Forgetting, like I, I forgot mine, and we have those security questions. Mm. And my one for that was, "What's your favorite food?" 
And the IT team at work isn't fantastic. So I didn't bother getting in contact with them. I'm like, favorite food. Like, surely I've got something. And I actually don't have a, a particular favorite food. So I went through all the options. And you could try two, three times a, a day. I'll try. Okay, doesn't work. I'll try again tomorrow. Pushing a lot of work to the side. Okay. For anyone who's, who I work with who's listening now, this is a few roles ago. It wasn't anything that important <laughs> to this campaign, I guess. Statue of Limitations. Um, and I, I, kept, I kept doing it, um, like putting in like different fish and chips, pizza, whatever. And then one day I was like, why don't I just put like a dumb answer in there? Of course you did. So whenever Sophie and I talk about like, yeah, like what's it? I'm just like, I'm just going to eat rocks tonight. Fuck it. Okay. I would just say that as like a dumb joke. For some reason, while setting up my security questions, I put in a joke answer to a serious question. And because of that, I wasted three months of work. It's not really my time that I wasted. It was work's time that I, that I wasted. <laughs> Dance was fucking rocks. Anyway, I digress. So you, I hate you the rocks. You monsters. should love the Gorons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dance. you should be. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but I think the Goron that you make dance in Ocarina of Time. Love that, dude. In Darunia? Darunia, yeah. yeah top, that's the one. Top I'm fucking playing. lad. And then he's so impressed with you. He's so happy with how cool you are. <laughs> he names his firstborn son after you. Like, that's what nice. <laughs> how awesome. Which is great, Ooh. unless you've named your link something awful. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of speedrunners. <laughs> the amount of speedrunners where there's a Goron just named A. <laughs> See, my only experience with the Gorons is in Breath of the Wild, and I just found them really, really annoying. And I just, I also didn't like the area. Because it's the same with, um, I didn't like the Gorons because of the area, and I didn't like, um, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, yeah. Ravioli, the bird. The Rito. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a twat. I just I was like I'm like, what are you? What, what's what, what's your deal, man? Like you're a bird, man. <laughs> he's got a chip okay. on his shoulder. That's the problem. He's just a wanker. Exactly. He should have wings on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> he's got those. Too. I, I don't like any of them. Again, so for, I I can't really say too much here because I don't know if, not the characters. But if characters in my vote, it's Prince Sidon because he's the prince of my heart. <laughs> nah, <laughs> see, I I still think Beetle because after he was introduced in Wind Waker, he's become a recurring character. I think he was in. Was he in um, Phantom Hourglass? I feel like he was. Uh, yeah, he didn't he have his boat? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think his boat like carries over from when he yeah. looks like a public masturbator, though. Yeah, but then hang on, have a look at look Breath up, of the Wild. But he gives you good deals. <laughs> look at the Breath of the Wild version, and the man's fucking Simon, oh, Can I just give you some look. credit there for not saying, take a look at yourself to me? Well done. You took the high road there, sir. I did. I did, because I want to defend my boy Beetle. Also, Jesse, you... You only know, you're judging him, but he's the only shopkeeper that you know. You have not experienced Mallow. Because <laughs> if you experience that, you then. M A L O. Just look up Mallow's March from Twilight. M A L O. Because once you experience that, you then oh. come to appreciate Beetle a little bit more. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Twilight Princess shopkeeper. And the song. Fuck, the song is so funny. <laughs> oh, why is the smoke coming out of his eyes? Love these Jesse live reacts to these uh to these things. <laughs> to, the, to Zelda character designs. <laughs> it looks like it's like a like some sort of like alien creature that's trying to mimic a human and the eyes are actually those little dots on its head. Oh no, that's just a baby with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> a, if you, like, look past that. If you look through the image, 
you will see that it is an angry face, like an angry alien, and the eyes are just markings on its cheek. <laughs> Which is fantastic, fantastic stuff for an audio um, audio medium. Just yeah. Google um, them, I guess. If you're listening to this, just imagine a baby. They're pretty scary. Mm. Yeah, well, some of them, yeah. See, okay, so that's probably the worst one. <laughs> Sophie, what about the grandma from... Um, Oh, oh from Wind Waker. I had a different I had a different answer, but yeah, gra- oh, look, grandma's so sweet. Okay. I love her. Yeah, look, it has to go to grandma then. She makes the best soup. She does. And when when you first depart the island and she's like, oh, I was like crying. Yeah, that's a, that's but, heartfelt. Uh actually, my favorite or one of my favorite side characters is Valu from Wind Waker because I oh, just yeah. first of all, he's a he's a dragon, so he's like a lizard. And he just, he's a fat dragon and he sits on his mountain. Sits on his little mountain. And I just, I, I feel like I could relate to this. <laughs> and then, I just really and like when it. When he comes to rescue you, the burning down <laughs> Ganondorf's little hut, he's just got his tiny little wings. Yeah, it's like, how do you even fly? <laughs> you know what I like about him? I'm looking at pictures of him. And so to, to, to steal a quote from the, uh, the internet, uh, his, 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 the way he sits, it's very, uh, quote, Pussy to the world, end quote. Um, which I've got a. I like the man's. I just... like what I. Hey, I like what I see. <laughs> All this stuff is making one of my answers just seem real boring. Uh huh. I'm what's, keen. What's your answer? I, I'm just gonna. I mean, I, I guess he counts as a side character because he's only technically in one game. But um, and it's it's helping that I'm playing it now and reminding myself of uh, Groose from Skyward Sword. Groose. Yeah. Oh, Groose is awesome. Groose starts off as a real asshole. He's a like at the very beginning of the game, he sucks. But I just really appreciate the way he develops towards just being a, just a good dude at the end of it. Like I don't know, I really yeah. like Groose. I know he's nothing yeah. special to look at, but it's just, just alright. I like. Hey, is this his redhead dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah with the the, Mohawk with the hair. See, yeah. No, he's awful. Of- Sorry, no, I, I don't think- like. I, I'm, I'm staring into his eye. I don't like him. At I'm closing the window. <laughs> one thing I will give Skyward Sword for is just yeah, little bits of character character development for the other characters. I think they do a good job with. Like, isn't there a guy? I, I haven't fully played the game. I've tried a couple of times. There's a guy who like pays you. To clean his house yes. and then pretend <laughs> oh, that it's him yeah. or something. Like, there's just a yeah. few little interesting, like, little things like that in the story. Yeah, and also, um, oh gosh, what's the uh, at trio? I think the character's yes. name is the demon that lives oh, underneath under, the village under Skyview. But you have to yeah. collect like yeah. the crystals for yeah. Yeah, because if you collect it, enough crystals, then he can turn into a human. But when he turns into a human, he looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay, I've got a feeling that this is going to come down to Beetle and Grandma. But tingle! Can I just throw in there tingle! A, a bit of a curveball? <laughs> tingle! Tingle! Uh, wait, before we get to Tingle as well. Um, tingle. What about... Would you count a Pona as a side character? She's a, a, a transport. <laughs> She's up there with the spin-off. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One of our winners. She's a cross between the spinner and the motorbike. What, what about what about Midna? Yeah, oh, Midna. Midna, Midna the Twilight Princess. Amazing. As Pretty hot. They like all the other, like, companion characters garbage in, in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Midna's so good. I love Midna. And, um, I like um, Eslo. Es- Eslo's pretty Eslo. cool. Oh, I yeah, think he's a bit underrated. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. I don't and also, mind. Lines, 
Linebeck in Phantom Hourglass. Yes. One of the best yeah. parts of that game. Now, sorry, real quickly, Sophie, when you said Minna is really hot, I'm looking at Minna. I'm hoping you mean the, the um, human version. The, yeah, the, the adult. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Not, yeah. So, not the Furby. <laughs> so she is, her normal form is the, the hot version, but then she gets cursed by Zant. And becomes a human being. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and no, it becomes that weird little imp thing. Um, and then, yeah, when you when you kill Ganondorf, she turns back to normal Midna, and there's a really touching moment at the end of the game, and you're like, I love you. <laughs> like, God damn. Okay, you'll show up again one day, maybe in Tears of the Kingdom, who knows? Oh, that would be amazing. I would... never do it, though. No, they like, don't. I would love it, but they never, like, I was, I used to think back in the day, like, they never brought Keaton's back. Oh, There's mm. always reference. Oh, they, they were in Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah. They, were in... they just introduce things and never bring them back. Yeah, true. You know, you know, talk about Tingle. He's a little freak. Um, God, but, but isn't that a, good? Like, don't you want your freak weirdo, no, no, especially in Wind Waker? You, a good yeah, side if, character is a little freak, right? A but, little monster. But if you, if you think Beedle is a public masturbator, right? <laughs> Tingle is a fucking streaker. He's running around <laughs> fucking everywhere naked. Stark bollock naked, I can fucking guarantee. But you know what, though? He found the right person to start, like, leeching money off from Link by selling him maps. Like, genius yeah. business move, really. Yeah, out of all the people. And also his Another... solo game was... That was a trip. <laughs> Tingle's freshly Tingle picked Rosie like Rupert. Who would keep jars of piss. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. But I do love in Majora's Mask, but a lot of that stuff about how weird it is just comes up constantly as well. Like, he talks about it all the time, how he's like, what, 35-year-old 30, dude? Yeah, he's 35. Like, like very... Isn't he modelled? He, wasn't he modelled after one of the Nintendo employees or something? Oh, fuck. I that. thought that he his face was actually like uh, yeah, yeah. a photo that I'm sorry. was sorry, if they design this or... based off something they work with, those people pick on their their you know their coworkers more than I pick on Simon. <laughs> Look, I I could be wrong, but I feel like I heard that that like what he looked like was a photo or an image based on a photo of someone. It, like not the body, but like the face. It wouldn't surprise oh me. Oh my god, if that were the case. Sorry, I'm seeing all these people who have cosplayed as Tingle, and they all they belong <laughs> on a list. <laughs> Look, I will defend one person that has been forced to cosplay. As Tingle, and that is Gerard the Completionist, <laughs> because he lost a bet with Nintendo and wasn't oh, able oh, to oh. finish a game in time. So, my man Gerard doing the hard yards for us all. Just another little honorable mention for a side a side character. Um, I think it's Salvatore from Wind Waker, the guy who clearly just hates his job mm. and has to run the the like the aim. The shooting gallery, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that God. kind of thing. He just and he's just clearly hates every moment. <laughs> he's just like leaning on. His, he's like, is, is that the guy yeah. who like says like splution stuff when you play? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, Also, just I'm just googled it. Shout out to Drive the Collectionist because I can see your tingle, my dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are cocking balls akimbo in this one. Jumping <laughs> like Bowser all over again. <laughs> you know, I called the Completionist because I've just finished. <laughs> Um, shout out to that NPC in Breath of the Wild that always gets worried when you're going to jump off a bridge. Uh, yeah, the one time. You do it once and he's like, wait, no, don't do it. And then you're like, okay. But you're still going to do it anyway. And he's like, yeah. I do want to give a shout out as well to the 
Okay, maybe this goes back to enemies, actually. The banana dudes <laughs> in Breath yeah. of the Wild? Yiga? Oh, uh, yeah, They're yeah. The, the Yiga clan. And, like, yeah, and you actually go and do, like, the bare little uh, stronghold, yeah. and it's fun. Cause it, it, God, it's, that's so good. It's, that, like, a cool side quest, and you have that weird thing at the end. Oh, that, gave me, that gave me really good, like, uh, strong... The sneaky um, parts. Oh, that was fun. The Gerudo mm. um, yeah. thief out vibes in Ocarina of Time. Because in Ocarina of Time, you do something kind of similar. You uh, get captured by the Gerudo, and you have to try and escape. And as you're escaping, um, you're also trying to free a bunch of carpenters so they can repair a bridge. And once you've freed the last carpenter, the sort of second-in-command appears and is like, I've been watching you fight. You're pretty cool. You know what? Here's a here's a here's a little gift certificate to show that you can come and go as you please. Here you go, and that's really fun. Like that was so much fun to do, and that made me think of yeah, the eager hideout made me think of that. Okay, so we can move into the next two, the last two categories. I need, I do need to pick a winner here, and I've been googling these characters and I'm working it out. And based purely on the fact that her head looks like an onion, I'm going to give it to the grandma. What? Because she has an onion head, and I think that's very <laughs> and she, uh, good. She makes good soup. She makes like the best potion in the game. So does, onion yeah. soup. Oh yeah, I'd kill for her. <laughs> I think we yeah. do kill for we, her. That's we true. Do, we do yes. a lot of killing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ganon's entire army decimated. <laughs> Let's get spicy on this one. Although I, I've got a feeling that some of you may agree on the same answer. Most disappointing game. What is the most disappointing game in the Zelda franchise? Is it? it I, know, I might as well put it out there straight away so we can get this discussion started. Skyward Sword. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. I like the story. I mm-hmm. like the characters. But mm-hmm. oh my God, I hate playing it so, so much. The motion controls are insufferable. I tried playing, at some point, the HD version. Um, mm. I tried the control pad one out, and it's mostly good until some of the fights really rely on like precision motion controls because they map all the swinging stuff to the right stick, and it's really finicky and weird. Um, it's just, I don't know. I tried doing the boss fight after the, the pirate ship, the big tentacle thing, and oh, just trying yeah, to like, yeah. pull the sky with God. strikes off to cut the tentacles just wouldn't register half the time. And I'm like, I pretty much died because of that alone. I'm like, that's not, that's not my fault, game. That's that's your fault. Yeah, and look, to be know. fair, that that boss is awful. That's such it is a awful boss. <laughs> Compared to the, the like the the, the pirate guy you fight at the start yeah, on the Skurver. yeah, that's a cool fight. Yeah, but that technical thing's fun. not. I don't know. Just, like, it's purely because I love Zelda. But if I had to pick a disappointing one, Skyward Sword's the first one I think of because I, the rest of the games, even Skyward Sword, I love a little bit, but not enough. So- I think Skyward Sword gets an unfairly bad rap. And yes, I do think a lot of that does come down to the motion controls being as ham-fisted as they were, particularly on the Wii. When I played it on the Wii, I had very few issues with the motion controls. I actually think the motion controls are worse on the Switch version. Like, actively worse. They might be. Which, which is, that's an accomplishment in and of itself, Nintendo. So, good fucking job. Um... And honestly, I, th- I th- there's so much about Skyward Sword that I love. And don't get me wrong, yes, I, I do think it's linear, and I can understand why you think it's disappointing. But I think there's so many little moments that just really make the game shine. Because it's rough around the edges, for sure. 
but it's got so much charm. It's got so much character. I love the art style. The music is incredible. The the whole story, like the connection that you have with Zelda, is I think one of the most well fleshed out and like most motivating reasons we've ever gone on an adventure, just shy of having a fucking sister kidnapped. So, you know, like it's it's one of those things that I get where everyone's coming from, but I just don't think it's justified. I think there are worse games that deserve more flack than Skyward Sword. And I, I don't know, like I, I'll always defend it. I I fucking love Skyward Sword. And again, again, like I, I can concede that it's got some shit parts, but like I really like the bit where you're flying down to uh, the volcano region and the volcano explodes and you know you lose all your items and you have to sneak around everything and regain all of your items piece by piece until you finally get your sword again. And then you're like, all right, cool, let's let's fuck shit up. Like this is great. I love that. I just did the volcano part before where you've got to escort the stupid robot oh, with a big bowl of water. That part's terrible. That, that is pretty terrible. It's, it's like, I, and look, it's not, I guess this is what it comes down to, worst or disappointing. And it just was disappointing. Like it was one of the few or one of the earliest Zelda games that I was actually like keeping up with what was happening leading up to its release. And mm. it was kind of like, oh, it's bringing back the, the, um, uh, the sort of Majora's Mask like side quest, talking with other people, like with NPCs and that kind of stuff. It's bringing back that. Oh, it's going to be more, uh, like there's going to be this open world, like Wind Waker with all these islands to go to. And I think the biggest problem is that it just didn't nail any one of those things. The Majora's Mask style elements mm. were worse than Majora's Mask. The uh, overworld yeah. was worse than uh, uh, Wind Waker. Like it sort of just didn't excel at any of those things that previous games had done and there was some like the music is really fantastic but and there's some really good moments in it but i just i don't know it, it's there's just sequences of it that are frustrating to play and that's what ruins it like yeah the robot bit i hate the the silent realm bits i literally stop playing oh, it God. every time i it, the whole game seems to be like we we developed these like four pocket worlds and we are going to make you play them over and over in different ways as many times as we can we can get you to. And I think I just get Get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I, fair enough. But I don't know. I, I still think there are games in the franchise that just kind of suck even yeah. more. Are you gonna, if you're gonna pick an early mm, one, it feels unfair to those. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna omit Zelda 2 because that's like that's Sick Campbell music. Horse. You leave it alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Thanks. The pros for Zelda 2. Good temple music. No, not just good. Cool. List one of yeah. one. Like maybe Skyward Sword <laughs> isn't the worst, but it's certainly yeah. the most disappointing in my. And that's what we're picking. So, what's your most disappointing then, Simon? Okay. Yeah, like, it's not Skyward Sword and it's not Zelda 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, because again, I feel like picking on Zelda 2 is a little bit unfair. Well, just, I, sorry, just before you go on, like Zelda Two, I just I'm on I'm on Reddit right now, and I'm just like kind of like crawl my way through like the the the, the bigotry and hatred. Like, on <laughs> Good luck. I hate Reddit, I hate Reddit so much. <laughs> but um, so Zelda Two actually isn't considered part of the timeline, quote unquote timeline. Because please don't talk about the timeline. Please do. Oh, uh, look, we're getting into <laughs> it, baby. Oh, Apparently, it's, it's like, considered part I of it. Was the most yes, important. it is. But it's there's like three timelines. So it doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm just saying what Reddit says, and what Reddit says is always right. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, Simon, what, uh, which, which game doesn't tickle your pickle? Um, it's kind of hard for me to say this. See, I see what I mean? Love it. I feel bad about but, bagging on Skyward Sword, but I had to pick something and it was the easy target. That's, again, but that's the thing. Well, well, why you think? That's another question here. Um, what is Spirit Tracks about? Because Sophie <sighs> said before it's about a train. And yes. looking at a lot of people's um, list, and Spirit Tracks appears in all of them. It's my second least favorite. That see, I think that would be my most disappointing game of Spirit Tracks. Is there a train in it? Yes. You... So why is it your least favorite? That doesn't make any sense. Um, don't get me wrong. I fucking love trains, and I also think that the overworld music for Spirit Tracks is arguably the best in the fucking franchise. Okay. The way you scramble to, to say no, 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 I love trains. <laughs> Was like you really scared to be cancelled by the Jesse, railroad? Sorry, can I just say you need to look up Link in his little conductor outfit because it's like the cutest thing ever. All right, it is adorable. Okay, it's if it's as cute as I'm hearing, um, you will be overruled immediately and and banished. <laughs> Love how they used it in Smash Brothers as well. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So in Smash Brothers, they made that like spirit tracks into a stage where Link's the conductor, unless you're playing as Link, no. and then it's yeah. I forget who replaces him, but someone else is in there. I, I think it would be Gonzalez, I think. Sure. I didn't finish Spirit Tracks. <laughs> See, I did. And that's part, I think part of the reason why I, I felt so disappointed with it at the end. I just couldn't deal with like, the track drawing. I got real sick of it. Yeah. And that's, again, yeah, I think he needs conductor track. outfit or the game. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, have, I, I, I can't find him in the conductor Sign outfit. What? Oh, Jesus. Wait, wait, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find Je- it. Jesse's Google food. Let's, is the team flat. is on it. The team is on it. What a podcast. Let's not all jump into Google. No, okay. I, <laughs> it's an audio fine. medium. No, I it's haven't fine. played let, it. Let me, so let I me back hear, out Spirit Tracks. Uh, the opinions. He looks adorable. Yes. Yeah, Thank you, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's like one of the three redeeming factors of this game. That and you get to kind of play a Zelda okay, for a bit. Three redeeming factors about this game. His little hat. Number two, little his little jacket. Number three, his little <laughs> pants. Okay, his little buttons. He's got three. He's got four of them. That's seven things. <laughs> Good but thing that Simon. Stop hair. picking on Simon. That's it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Simon, dress like a little conductor for me. I think you might have to pay me extra for that one. <laughs> I'm not paying you at all, baby. You're getting you paid. Guys are getting paid. No, but I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with. With Spirit Tracks, because I loved Phantom Hourglass, even though, yes, that's also a very fucking flawed game. And I think Spirit Tracks did a lot of what Phantom Hourglass tried to do, but better. But also it completely shot itself in the foot with the exploration being tied to, you're on a train, you have to stay on the train tracks. And that was so monotonous. And Come on, ride the train. Like, <laughs> When you were going from one one area of the map to another, you know, you'd go through like the same checkpoints every time and you'd go through the forest bit every time. And every time you're in the forest bit, there are massive spiders that drop down and try and hurt you in your train. And obviously at the start, you've only got three hearts for your train, so you better not fuck up even once because then you will die because of some fucking spiders. <laughs> I, these spiders can't hurt a train, Nintendo. Are you not familiar with how big trains are? Like this, that's not how this works. They can be very powerful spiders. <laughs> I yeah, doubt look, it. look, our our whole rail system shuts down when the weather gets too like to thin. <laughs> so, look, minor things. In Am the, I right, accumulate. Simon? That there's yeah. a part where you drive the train through like 
the the like four or something. I think I've seen that part of the game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's um toward toward oh, the okay. end. Like, that's the final boss fight. You're sort of traveling in this like interstellar looking fucking. Maybe that's where thing. the Doom Train comes. Wild. Fantasy yeah. reference. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then, that's the other thing as well. It's like also just being on the train tracks. There are angry, like bullet-looking fucking trains that will just come oh at you. God. They will chase you down for ages, and you can blow them up with your cannon. So wait, there are but sentient you don't... trains? Yes, but you don't Why? kill them. You don't kill them when you blow them up with your cannon. No, you just Does slow he... them down a little bit. Well, they're Jesse, trains, to be I fair, just... they're never alive. They shouldn't be. They and meet... also, if I blow it up with a cannon, I feel like a train Jesse, just... I feel like you haven't fully realised yet that... Uh, Zelda is a bit like Resident Evil and Final Fantasy in that it looks realistic. It looks like, oh, this is a human and, like, this is a train and this is a horse. There's some fucking weird shit. Like, it really gets very bizarre. Like, there's, like, these hands that live in toilets and, like... <laughs> oh, my God. The yeah. Shout out to the Majora's Mask toilet hand and then oh my God. the yeah. callback in Skyward Sword. You can give it the love poem. Yeah, like there's some real amazing fucking quest uh, oddities, including humanoid trains. <laughs> I don't things. know about these games at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at some other games on these that are, are appear multiple times in these lists. Um, a lot of people have Four Swords, which sounds like it's more for like a yes. spin-off, but has some story to it. That yeah, that's a lot of people it. putting that's, their list. Four Swords is a game for kids with friends. Like if you were a rich kid, yeah, yeah. or. Or rich kid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With yeah. Your, your little GTA rich kids you can buy friends. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. If you want to play Four Swords or Four Swords Adventures properly, you need to have uh, a GameCube, four copies of, four copies of I think, Four Swords, four Game Boy Advance link cables. It's insane. And if you want to cross swords, you got to do it with friends. I can't do it by myself, can I? No. It's leaving me like, hanging here, Jesse. You know what, though? Have There's you, have four you heard of, of the us pretzel now. Mod? I've got like dicks out, everyone. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I think I've got uh, I've got two things that can play Game Boy Advance games. I think I've got one cable. I've got at least a couple of copies of the game. Uh, so I'm going to wash my hair. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> play Four Swords. Simon, next what? time you're in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Let's go. Let's four do Swords it. night. <laughs> what? Fuck yeah. About Oracle of Ages. See. That's those were also contenders for my most disappointing games because the Oracle games are again charming and lovely and clever, but they're Game Boy Color games, so I think they're kind of drastically held back by the hardware, and so there's so many limitations. They just kind of they just kind of fall a little bit flat. There's and they nothing also I, they uh, focused like if you like puzzles, you'd like ages more. If you like combat, you like seasons more. So yeah. I guess if you like people who like either of those would fall either side. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. And like, there's also if you want to get the actual true final boss for either of those games, you need to complete both games and oh, then trade passwords over. And it's okay. It's a whole fucking thing. Now that you've said that. One of my most hated things in games is when there's two copies of the same game, but you know, there should just be one big game. <coughs> you play both. Exactly, it's Pokemon. Now, nah, okay, automatically. So, it's, it's not of the Ages same. They're completely one? different games. Yeah, they Oracle have. of so, Seasons. 
But the whole fact is you need to play them both in order to get like the proper ending, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, nah, yeah. Same nah. In the bin, burn it down, never happen again. But which and that is my that is my final thought on that one. Before we move to the last category. But I do want to just mention is Wind Waker not a popular Zelda game? Um I will, I will I fight people who don't like it. It wasn't when it came a, out. It's in a yeah. lot of lists here. So it it's experienced it's, 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 it's trying to be edgy. It's, it's, it's experienced a bit of a renaissance because uh, when it came out, it received so much flack. Like, I remember the fucking slander oh, that thing went through. Yeah. Because the t- 2000 Space World demo looked amazing, and of course it, it looked brilliant. And then the reveal for the next Zelda game was this cel-shaded, cartoony thing, and everyone's like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then it came out, and it's an incredible fucking game. And people who actually gave it a go at the time were like, actually, you know, this is a really good game. And then when Wind Waker HD came out, the people who didn't give it a go the first time and had heard, actually, no, it's a really fucking good game. You should play it. Then we're like, oh, actually, yeah, no, it's pretty good. So it's... It, it has just, a problem in the back half with the Triforce busy work. But apart from that, I, just, I fucking love Wind yeah. Waker. And mm. it's, I mean, it's my favorite game. So, But it, it suffered because at that time, like a lot of the games, like graphics were obviously getting better and better mm. everyone just wanted realism like yeah you had what, resident you evil know? games that are getting more and more realistic it was, was game cubes yeah no and, and that's the thing that was like that was going into the peak edgy phase of gaming where it needed to be realistic it needed to be violent it needed to be blood it needed to be threesome like cutscenes. it's as like qt threesomes <laughs> and zelda games didn't have many although it's funny because so- also the way you the final boss is actually fucking violent you, you stick shit. A sword you just stab him in the head. It's so cool. And it, it was also the console as well because PlayStation had come out with the PlayStation 2. Everything was a bit more like, Hells yeah. you know, and then that was kind of cutesy looking, funky colors. Mm. I think that it was the console that kind of let it down as well. So, yeah. 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 All right. Let's, um, I, I'm, I'm 100% putting Oracle of Ages slash seasons there because that whole needing to have. To both Defended Skyward to... Sword. Yeah, let's I'm fucking not, go. Not about that. Skyward Sword, the artwork and stuff looks cool. I haven't played it's it, so... but I mean. I just had to pick and I, I, just, I, just, I, I, <laughs> wow, I like Skyward Sword. Wow. It's just no, having to okay. play it sometimes is a pain it's in the ass. ass. It's fine. You're Order in the court. Order in the court. It. Order in the court. It's the last category here. And I actually, to me, it's the easiest because <laughs> I've only really played three <laughs> games. What is the best Zelda game? Not Breath of the Wild. <laughs> no, I would argue, even though it's my favorite game of all time, it is not the best Zelda game because it doesn't give you the Zelda experience. It's such a departure from the series. I would argue the best Zelda game, for, especially for a newcomer, would be Ocarina mm. of Time. I think it's just, it encaps, it's so iconically Zelda. It encapsulates everything. You've got some of your weird, funky stuff going on. You've got, you know, it, the story's a little bit of a limp biscuit, but whatever. You know. You not invoke limp biscuit on this podcast, sir? <laughs> Pi, I thought we were just going to keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, that's oh, it. That, you I'm, cut him off. I'm going to argue dog. with Simon and like, look, Ocarina of Time is very good, but it's not tropical enough. You take your Ocarina of Time, <laughs> you put it in tropical islands, you get Wind Waker, the best Zelda game ever. No. <laughs> Beaches. Wind Waker is private islands. <laughs> I hate sand. 
I am the Anakin Skywalker of this podcast. I fucking hate Sam. I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on the younglings, everybody. Keep an eye on the younglings. Hate sand. <laughs> sand is shit. All right. But Wind Waker is such a good game. I think it's... Honestly, I have such a hard time picking my top three. Because number one for me is Breath of the Wild. Number two is Ocarina of Time. And so then my third... Why you say that? No, because, right, that's my favorite, but I don't think it's the best. Those are two very different things. And you know I'm right. Jesse's on jail. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm right, which is the best best bit. And then, yeah, my number three spot, I'm torn between Twilight Princess and Wind Waker because fuck, I love Wind Waker, but also Twilight Princess was when I first felt like I was good at video games. It's a very special moment for me. Can I? Okay, I'm going to put something out there, and I know it's going to bounce right back to me, and I don't care. But you said that Breath of the Wild is the best one, but you said Ocarina of Time is the Zelda. No, I think game, it's Breath right? of the Wild is Simon's favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite, but I don't think yeah. it's the best. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, do you think you put Ocarina out as your pick for this category? Because of rose tinted glass, you played it when you were a kid. You're gonna have memories attached to it, of course. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm the same with a lot of games. It's nostalgia. Yeah, but also I've replayed it since. Um, obviously, if you if you go in with grand expectations, then it's not gonna live up to any of them. This is the thing with Breath of the Wild. You can you can go with the yes. biggest expectations you possibly can have, and they're probably <laughs> surpassed at times. Unless you're also, dungeons or bosses or enemies or yeah, like, <laughs> I don't want it. The more we talk about Breath of the Wild, that's a shit game. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, what, are, what are you doing there? It's a big open world. Exactly. Like Minecraft. Just, just the best, it's just the single best open world game that's ever been made. Yeah. So I don't know. Jack just is a real it, thing. It, it's, <laughs> it's a good open world game, but I haven't spent a week smithing in that game. And like, the, to be- <laughs> I spent a week cooking in that game. I did. I also did. Yeah. Make some crepes. <laughs> Karen, what about you? What do you think the best, the best Zelda game is? Well, look, two, the two that I would normally throw my hat in the ring for, Ocarina and Wind Waker, have both been mentioned. So I'm going to make the slightly, I don't know, it's not really a nostalgia play. I'm going to say A Link Between Worlds, just because it takes a, a fantastic Zelda game and A Link to the Past, but also makes you rethink the entire world by putting in the little 2D painting feature, even though... It's unforgivable that the other dimension is called low rule. It's really, I really hate it. <laughs> I can forgive Zelda for a lot of stuff, but low rule as a name, as opposed to high rule, not one of the things I can forgive. Although, it's like Homer and Loma. <laughs> Counterpart. I stand by it. <laughs> one thing about A Link Between Worlds is uh, Hilda. Up to you. Love her. Well, she's great. <laughs> Hilda fans over here. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love her. I, I, She's a great sort of twist and completely understandable as well. Like, there's so much compassion behind it. You're like, yeah, fuck. Okay, that's all perfectly valid. And then the way the game concludes, I don't know, I love it. I think it's really good. Um, yeah. But I also, Ravio, I also was fun. Really, really enjoyed, you know, just general puzzle solving in the world with the 2D painting. And I really enjoyed mm. its item and weapon system by having the rental stuff with Ravio. Mm. Where you were basically, you could just rent a weapon and try it out. And I think eventually you'd be able to get it. But it was just a cool yeah. way to sort of let you have whatever you wanted at the time rather than 
playing into this is when that Nintendo I feel like we're starting to try to move out of the Zelda and like formula, formula they had where it's just like yeah. cool you go into this dungeon you get this Sorry, weapon use it in this quickly, dungeon that character you like was named Hilda right yeah when you type Zelda and Hild- Zelda Hilda uh, into Google oh, no, I you get the, the um, Sabrina. Sabrina you get the two characters of Sabrina <laughs> 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 a damning condemnation of the popularity of Link Between Worlds, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Link Between Worlds. Bring it to the I modern think- console. It's really good. I, I do think Link Between Worlds serves as, if you want a like the easiest 2D Zelda game to digest, I think it's pinnacle. Because also, it's the first time, I think, properly in a Zelda game you're able to tackle any of the dungeons after the first three in any order, mm. like any of the low rule dungeons. But it affected yeah. the, you can tackle them in the, any diffi- the difficulty. That's my one, mm. like, I loved that choice, but it just, it was just so disappointing when you got to the one that you saved till last and it was like piss easy. Okay. Yeah. To work this out, we need to work out some fundamental rules of what makes a Zelda game. Because it sounds like none of you are convinced that it's Breath of the Wild because it's such a departure from a, a Zelda game. If we were discussing... What are the best games of all time? Breath of the Wild is in a conversation, but it's Absolutely. not the best. It's not the Zelda game. Okay. Correct. I mean, incorrect thinking. You're all clowns. However, I'm outnumbered here, so I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what we know makes where you live. A- <laughs> yeah, Sophie's a room away from me. <laughs> it has Sophie, many you know weapons. What, <laughs> um, what makes a Zelda game a Zelda game? Puzzles. Um, from what I understand, it's dungeons. It's uh, interesting items. It's perverted little uh, side characters and NPCs. <laughs> um, what else is there? I mean, music. Yeah, music. music. Yeah, music. Okay. And often the the not just the score, but like the uh, incorporation of music into the gameplay is often a thing. Especially if you've yeah. got an instrument as well. An instrument. <clears throat> so using those, you three need to decide on what the best game is. Because I, I, I don't have a horse in this race anymore because my horse is actually a car. That's called Breath <laughs> of the Wild. And it's won the race already. I think it has. But, but this, is anyway. a different, this is a different competition. You guys are still on the running I mean, track. I hate to say it, as much as I love Wind Waker, it doesn't reinvent the wheel. I think it nails it when it comes to like open world and characters and story. But in terms of the Zelda formula, the dungeons are good. They're nothing to write home about. The instrument is kind of shit. The the items, there's it's no real new cool items. So Ocarina of Time is sort of the quintessential Zelda game, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to argue against. Ocarina of Time, even though that's the thing. I, I do want to bring Majora's Mask because it gets beat out a lot, but Majora's Mask is so fucking good. But Ocarina is like I, I feel like from Majora's the outside, Mask, Majora's Mask is the one that in- interests me the most. It's so it seems cool. very very cool. It's and incredible. I, think I would love if I played it, but I do think Majora's Mask is best experienced right after finishing I, Ocarina of Time. I actually also agree. You get what is the, this, the fucking MCU? Don't give me homework. Well, no, because like because of the sort of game that Majora's Mask is. Like you, it's better to meet a lot of the characters in Ocarina, and then you. The you only meet character them. I care about is the fucking moon. Okay, <laughs> that's all. You say that, but just wait because if you play Majora's Mask, you're going to fall in love with Andrew and Cathay oh and God. their their story. Like 
Oh, what a fucking side quest. All the um all the the you know the race specific masks you get from their dead heroes essentially. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> brutal. Mm. There's a guy that plays the guitar in it though, Jesse. You'll yeah, like that's it. true. Game of the year. He's got a real old Tom situation. Oh, an old Tom situation. Okay, yeah. we're gonna explain what an old Tom Google situation it. is now. Do you guys know old Tom the cat? Can I explain the story? You go for though? it. Okay, so I was I was working in the city, and I have to walk up this sort of not an alleyway per se, but just a small city side street, and it's backs onto some restaurants, and just in the middle of the road. This picture perfect cartoon style, like dead fish, like you know, with the head intact and then like the bone <laughs> body just in the middle of the road. <laughs> so, I was describing this situation when I got home with to Jesse, and I'm like, Yeah, it was a real old Tom situation because there's like that Australian cartoon with the, the mangy cat that holds Friend the, the fish with the head. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I'm worried how many inside jokes Soph and I, I was worried actually before we start recording, like, Soph and I. Always do like inside jokes and stuff like that. Um, I'm like, if we mention any, because they're very strange, we're gonna have to explain them. And there's some lines I'm very glad haven't been said. Look, Joel but, and I have done it well done. so far with dialogue options, so it should be fine. It's a couple thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strolled into that one, <laughs> and I was just like, let's go. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Look, it is. I feel Ocar like you guys are leaning towards Ocarina. It is Ocarina yeah. of Time. Whether that's whether it's the best Zelda game, like overall as a gameplay experience, is kind of a different story to it being the best Zelda experience. I don't know. It's it's so it just encapsulates everything that makes Zelda feel so Zelda. That was complete <laughs> Sorry, jumble of words. Fish man. <laughs> I've just seen this fish man with. Its with his old Tom situation guitar, he's <laughs> awful to look at. To be fair, that's a pretty awful That's picture. your mate Sidon's long-lost relative. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, on. actually. Yeah, he can say long and lost, okay? He looks like... Oh, it, no. It's funny as well, like, Ocarina being as good as it is is also part of the reason why Breath of the Wild is such a breakout as well, because obviously mm. Ocarina set up the formula, and it wasn't really until Breath of the Wild that Nintendo were like, ah, screw it, out the window with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, this you can also give credit, I think, to Link to the Past helped set a lot of that foundational stuff, which then Ocarina of Time built on in 3D. Yeah. And then... But that's yeah, the one that like, really popularized it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that became the structure for pretty much, like, the next, like, whatever Zelda games. Yeah. Just this, this fish man with his guitar <laughs> looks like... And a lot of my jokes in the episode have been like, this looks like this, but I didn't care. Looks like in the fish monster man from Hellboy. Oh, uh, yeah. If he was in an animated version of Glee. <laughs> what? I hate it. I hate it so much. Wow. I'm closing the chat. Jeez. <laughs> Majora's he, Mask. Uh, Justice for Majora's Mask. Sorry, Simon and Kyron. I think you raise a good point because I've always thought the quintessential Zelda game is linked to the past. Because when you start with Ocarina of Time, you think, oh, like, this is the Zelda game. But then you realise all of it is just really recycled from Link to the Past. In a, so, in a way, yeah. I mean, it may not be any of our favourites. It's, like, really the kind of OG, you know, Zelda game. Yeah. And Link yeah, has pink hair in it as well. Mm. Yeah, which is cool. Sporting that pink and hair. And turn, turns into a rabbit for a mm. bit, you know. That's yeah. fun. Yep. 
So, so what games are in your vote? What, what's the final verdict on this? I'm still, I'm still going to stick with, with Ocarina of Time here. I just feel like it's too yeah. I'll probably stick with Even though, yeah, Winter Pass is, is the, the, like, the precursor to Ocarina. Yeah, the progenitor to all, yeah. but <laughs> sort of, I don't know. I think, I think there's a few things in Ocarina of Time which are kind of lacking in Link to the Past as well, such as the music, um, oh, like the musical hey, instrument. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not whoa, whoa. I'm, to clarify, I mean, the music in Link to the Past is phenomenal, but I just mean there isn't okay. a musical <laughs> instrument to integrate itself into the gameplay. I'll walk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think we have our list of definitive Zelda things. I should have put best music. Oh, well. That's for another time. That could be its own episode. Best Jesse. temple? That could be. Yeah, that's fair enough. Best temple is the water temple. It's infamous, it's wet, and it stumped Simon. Okay, because he's not very good at these older games. Best item, the spinner. Beyblades, pretty cool. Best weapon is the fairy sword. It's pink. That's all I've got. Fair enough. The best enemy is the Warmaster because the perverted hand. Very fun. Best enemy is Xanth because of just the wide gamut of uh, interactions you have with him during the fun fight. Uh, best grandma. NPC slash side character is Grandma. Does she have a name or just Grandma? Grandma. Grandma Link. Uh, most disappointing game is Oracle of Ages slash Seasons. Um, <sighs> and the best game is Breath of the Wild. Sorry, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. And the best musical instrument is the old Tom situation the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Majora's Mask won something. Yay! <laughs> I love Majora's Mask. I noticed so we didn't really discuss Majora's Mask at all, really. It's hard to... For a lot of categories, I was like, what do I bring it up for? It's got some fun boss fights. I like that boss fight where you fight in, like, the track. Yeah, against in, Goron Goat. Link. That's fun. It's the saddest. Maybe it can win the award for saddest. It is the saddest. Oh, yeah, it's the yeah. saddest. Okay. God, that is, that is tragedy encapsulated. Also, also the weirdest. Remember when you mm. do like the alien, you fight off the alien invasion at the ranch? Yeah. That shit's weird. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. They, they want to steal the cows. You have to like shoot yeah. your bow and arrow at it's them. Weird. Don't you? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird, dude. And, and if you fuck up, a little girl gets kidnapped, has her memory wiped and goes yep. basically. It's bleak. What? Kind of brain dead almost for lack of a better term. Yeah. Like it's, it's. When people it's say dark. that Majora's Mask is dark, they are not fucking around. Majora's Mask is. Dark. Like that's why the, the, music the one I want to play. Plays, the music that plays in the Clock Town, like as as the as you're reaching the end, is some of the best music in like any Zelda game, like ever. Yeah. Okay. And, I'm gonna. Yeah, the music wait, 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 in general is very unsettling. We're gonna have to wrap up here because we've got three Zelda fans on a roll, and you guys are rolling down the track like some rolling down the spirit tracks, if you will. Okay. Someone's drawing <laughs> it with a style of stop it. <laughs> now, if you want to hear more of this mess and disaster podcast. We're on Spotify and iTunes, so go check check out the Story Mode podcast. Um, of course, if you want to uh, listen to a more video game-centric podcast hosted by Karen and Joel, we, of course, have dialogue options. This week, we're going to be talking, doing a bit of a preview of Tears of the Kingdom. It's a big Zelda week this week. It Speaking is. of our big Zelda week as well, like I said earlier, if you want a chance to win a copy of Tears of the Kingdom for the Nintendo Switch, Australia only, I know we have a lot of, like, Listeners in like Paraguay and stuff like that. Closes on the 10th of May, not March, 10th of May. 
So I'm going to hesitated for a second. Victoria though. time. Look, <laughs> I've got it wrong multiple times, okay? <laughs> All you do is go um, retweet our pin post and give us a follow. Pretty easy. We'll draw the names out at random and hopefully you're in with a shot there. Um, but yes, also just going back to the, the podcast, when you go on Spotify and iTunes, give us some, some stars, give us a review. Um, it really, really helps us out. And tell your friends about us. Tell them all. Tell your enemies. Maybe you didn't like this episode and you want to torture them. I don't know. Maybe you know somebody who doesn't like Zelda games. Make them listen to it. Clockwork Orange style. Hey, it, it could be torture if they do like Zelda games. That's true. true. If they're like me and they're like, Breath of the Watch, whatever category, what are you talking about? But whatever. Doesn't matter. Really I digress. Now, if you want to find us all individually, you can on, on, on Twitter. Uh, Karen, where you at? Sadly, I'm still on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. Simon? I too am sadly still on Twitter <laughs> at Cy421. And Soph? I am happily still on Twitter <laughs> and that's at Sophie Inc. And I'm incredulous about the app at Jesse Spanner. Um, come give us a follow. Tell us what you think. You know, what's your favourite uh, Zelda temple and or boss and or side character and or old Tom situation? What's your best, what's your favourite uh, fish skeleton themed instrument in the Zelda <laughs> franchise? Come tell us at Stormwind AUS. But to wrap up, Sophie, thank you so much for joining. Um, you're, you're in a room next to me. Thank you for having me. Long time listener. First time caller. First time caller. <laughs> um, Simon, thank you for waking up. Look, it was a struggle, but it was also very on theme. What can I so. say? I was, I've been ready for and it all day. And current, thank you for being awake when we started. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but thank <laughs> you. I've been preparing for this moment your whole life. Uh, listeners, we'll speak to you soon. Uh, I think next week we're going to have a big old Tears of the Kingdom review episode. So, drop in for that one. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe, play some games, watch some films, do whatever you've got to do. Bye. 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 Bye